Harrison. Jim Harrison. I knew it. I knew it. Jim Harrison. The man looked at the woman, and the woman stared at the table. Sure hope you don't mind us intruding, the man said. We've been staying down in Miami at the plaza, the woman said. It's been a wonderful three weeks, but the other night I said to Bill, Bill, let's get in the car. Let's explore a little. It's a caddy, powder blue, a coupe. So we drove up the coast, the two of us. I said we should go visit the world's first spaceport. I didn't know what he meant, but I never thought we'd meet one of you fellas. A real astronaut, my goodness. A thing like that. Harrison put out his smoke and stood to leave. It was sure good to meet you, Bill said, extending his hand. And and thank you for everything, really, thank you. Harrison nodded and shook his hand. The couple returned to their table. In the restroom, he pissed and thought and stood there for a long time. At the door, the waitress rang up his check. Everything all right for you, hon? She said. He stared at the register. Hard cracks crossed the linoleum under his feet. His heart beat hard in his head. Outside, the air was cool. It felt good on his bare arms. He stopped and stood on the near side of the sidewalk against the mottled concrete wall of George's backyard. He held his head. He had to think. All he ever did was think. A man walked by and stared. An hour passed. Inside the diner, lights were switched off in pairs. The couple left. Behind the wall, garbage sweltered and stunk. His breathing was heavy and his chest was wet. He felt dizzy. He had to move on, fill his mind. The steely eyes followed him across the empty street. He could smell the sea, the salt and the sky. Wolfie's cocktail bar and pantry were still open. Voices leaked out onto the sidewalk and echoed inside him. He walked on past waiters, licking spoons, clearing tables, past bars closing up. Air conditioning units clung to gloomy walls, whining melancholic laments to men not yet home. The wind was hard with salt, the moon curled large and still. He reached Walt's bar and stopped. He felt tense. Christ, he thought, I need to walk. I need to get to bed. He got back to the motel at two. There were still people by the pool, girls mainly, a few men. They'd arrived soon after the first Mercury flights, the girls, eager young things, keen to become acquainted with the world's first astronauts. Cape cookies, Shepard called them. They'd been staying here since the beginning, the astronauts, enjoying the hospitality of Henri Landworth, the Holiday Inn's manager. The rooms were stacked like cardboard boxes across two floors, encircling a bright blue swimming pool and a pink cocktail bar. Plastic chaise lounges, white like gulls, fanned the water. A racket of cicadas and crickets clattered loudly in the background. Harrison entered the lobby. Standing by the payphone at the foot of the stairs was a girl in a towel. Hello she said. He didn't say anything.
Smoke from a cigarette slunk around the brim of her straw hat. He could see small droplets of water on her bare shoulders. Are you coming out to the pool with the rest of the fellas? She said. I'm going to my room. That's a much better idea. That's so. It is. What's your name? Jane, she said. She smiled, pulling the cigarette to her lips. You drink whiskey, he said. Got any ice? He opened the freezer. You're in luck. He fixed two drinks. She sat in a chair, folding her legs over one of the arms. He stood. Your room is kind of tidy, if you don't mind me saying so. I don't. You been here long? A while. Training? He nodded. Where are you from?